0: Welcome to the Self-Confidence Collective, a podcast that helps highly ambitious women learn how to build self-confidence and create a life that aligns with their goals. I'm your host, Dr. Melissa Kelly, PhD, a career coach with 10 years of experience in the field of psychology. And if you're ready to feel inspired, empowered, and prepared to take on your next career goal, this podcast is going to help you build the self-confidence and trust you need to make that happen. It's time to learn how to get the most out of your life, simply by changing the way you think about it. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Self-Confidence Collective podcast. Today, I have a super exciting episode for you because we have a guest. So today I'm talking with my former client, Carolina. So Carolina worked with me for four months in one of my one-on-one coaching programs. And... She came to me initially because she was feeling really lost and stuck in her career. She was having a lot of trouble making and sticking with decisions in her career. She even changed universities three different times, which is something we get into in the episode. So she started out um, studying law, then she went to study communications, and then she ended up studying Um, digital media and working in events, and then this year, she followed her interest and found a passion for coding and software development in the tech industry, and she came to me because she knew she needed to change her mindset and build some self-confidence, she ended up working with me for four months, as I said, And she is just such an example of what is possible. So she completely stopped doubting her career success. She started to trust herself again. She got over her fear of missing out on something, which is something we talked about a lot during our coaching sessions. And. What she speaks about in this podcast as well is she stopped feeling guilty about asking for help which is something that i think we could all hear a few more times i think that there's still despite the amazing work that's being done to destigmatize mental health and therapy and coaching and all of those amazing resources it still doesn't hurt to hear that one more time that if you're struggling there's no shame or guilt to be felt in asking for help we all need help sometimes and so I can't wait for you guys to listen to this amazing conversation it was so nice to catch up with Carolina she is truly so inspiring and as her coach just watching the transformation that she has gone through firsthand just makes me so proud so if you resonate with Caro's story then this is a reminder to you as well that I'm hosting my free masterclass, Get Over the Fear of Changing Careers, tomorrow, September 28th at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the link to save your spot is in the show notes below. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hi, guys. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Self-Confidence Collective. Today, I'm very excited to have one of my former clients, Caro on the podcast to talk about her career journey, building self-confidence, and the transformation she experienced while coaching with me for four months. So welcome, Caro. Hi, I'm very, very glad to be here and do this podcast. It's just crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so excited for everyone to hear your story and your journey. So first of all, why don't you tell me and my listeners a little bit about yourself, where you're from, where you live now? A bit about your interests, and then we can get into talking more about coaching and your career journey after that. Okay. So, my name is Carol,
1: short for Carolina, and I was born in Moldova. 27 years ago and I lived in France and now I live in London and yeah it was a massive journey trying to sort of understand who I am because I've lived in, in different countries and I had like quite a mixed a complicated background it was hard for me to sort of make decisions about who I want to be what my what I wanted my career to look like so I decided to embark on this journey with Melissa sort of figure out what I wanted to do with my life and what I wanted from my career altogether. I studied in France for a little bit and then I decided to move to London and study there. I finished university and then again when I once I finished it was very very hard to make a decision so I was struggling psychologically a lot. Yeah I'm really happy because now (laughs) I uh (laughs) I made a decision. I stuck to it. And no matter what I chose, like, I know I made a right decision. And
0: yeah, I'm really, really happy to be talking about it. I actually just wanted to touch on something you said, which was the fact that you moved around a lot whenever you were younger. Mm -hmm. And that kind of impacted the way that you saw yourself and yeah. your identity and I completely relate to that because okay. I'm not sure if you know but I was born in the U.S. but both my mm-hmm. parents are Irish and we moved to Ireland from the U.S. whenever I was eight years old. Yeah. lived there for five years. I went to mm-hmm. three different schools while I was there. Oh, wow. and then we moved back to the U.S. where my family grew. Oh, yeah lived. that's
1: and then that's I moved back cool. over here
0: so that seems like
1: a lot of like yeah, yeah it's it's complicated because when you move countries it doesn't in the moment it doesn't seem like a lot but in like when
0: years pass by you realize that that has impacted you in many ways it's my least favorite question when people ask me where are you from <laughs> well, oh my <laughs> gosh
1: same I'm like, what? I'm not French. I'm not like really Eastern European. I don't like relate I don't anywhere. Like nothing. Like can I just say I'm a Londoner because that's the only thing I've got. Like what I feel comfortable with.
0: Yeah, and so you, you touched on there a bit about what you studied or when you went to university. Could you yeah. talk a bit about that experience? So like, how did you decide what university to go to? I remember you telling me that you switched courses. Oh, I switched-
1: I almost switched three times, but the third time I couldn't because um, in England you have a loan and you, once that process is started, you need to, like, it's really hard to sort of change. And I didn't want to go through that again. So I was like, no, <laughs> I just, I'll keep going with that. that's it.
0: Yeah. So why don't you give us the backstory? So tell us all about your career journey so far and maybe, you know, start at the beginning And then we can go right up until you were ready to start career coaching.
1: Yes. So... Uh, what happened As I first out of school, I went to law school because I had literally no idea what I wanted to do. And I thought, oh, it would make my parents happy. They would leave me alone. So this problem would be taken care of for a while. And then after a year and a half, I was I was so miserable because I was just, I felt really stuck. And I decided, you know what, maybe I should just change something here. And I traveled for a bit and I, you know, I just I was trying to sort of see maybe if I had any other interests and I don't know. So I decided to switch to a different uni again. I was studying communications. And again, I was like, I don't like, for some reason, it didn't feel right. I was like, I don't know what to do. This university in France, I don't like it. I want to change something altogether. So my mom, seeing how miserable I was (laughs) after two years of not doing much, and she was like, okay, I'm going to help you. Let's let's make this move. You always want to go to London, let's make it happen. So yeah, I ended up in London. For another year, I was working there and doing all sorts of things like working at different events, everything I could get my hands on, I was doing that. And I was kind of like, I really enjoyed the event scene and music and sports and all of that. After that year, I decided to go to uni again in London. It was okay. I was not the... I didn't think it was perfect, but it, I did choose something that I thought was right for me at the time. I studied digital media and communications, and then after I graduated, same thing. I was completely lost, I, nothing was really, I, I didn't know what I was supposed to do again. Nothing felt right for me anywhere, so I got lucky because I found this bootcamp, like coding boot camp, sponsored by the government, and I decided to do that. I thought, why not? Might as well try it. And lo and behold, I was like, okay, this seems like pretty cool. And I just, I have to run with it. After a while, I realized how tough it was to get into the industry. And I thought, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I'm not smart enough for this. Maybe, I don't know, I'm not going to make it. So I decided to seek for help. Maybe I was tired of switching with my career sort of aspirations and i decided to maybe seek help in terms of like confidence and career choices and maybe someone would be able to help me and that's how i found melissa (laughs) (laughs) yes and i was googling around and i was just like something i like i feel like i'm doing a mistake like i should keep going but nobody really was on like could understand what was happening with me so
0: and how did you make the decision to go from events to doing that boot camp for the coding i have to say it was the pandemic like during the
1: pandemic everything stopped i realized that the events industry was really really sort of you know it was not something i could rely on for the rest of my life so I had to really think seriously about my future and what I want to do and all this. In the end, I realized that the tech industry was something that was really, really prosperous and especially after the pandemic. So. I decided to give it a try.
0: I mean, yeah, I know that it it makes sense that 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 switch happened during the pandemic because events stopped happening and you're questioning (laughs) everything in life and you want something that you deem as secure and there's a lot of job security. And when you see Mm -hmm. something like the tech industry that's booming right now, it's easy to believe that, oh, that'll create the security for me. And I was wondering, what was your mindset and your day-to-day life like leading up to reaching out for coaching?
1: So it was like very up and down. I was just trying to hold on to this dream I had. Okay, maybe I could build a career in tech. That seemed like very exciting, but it was very hard to go on because it seemed like so complicated. I saw days I would feel so, so discouraged So I figured maybe I'm not made for this. Maybe I'm not strong enough for this. I'm not smart enough for this. So these doubts, I was fighting with them every single day. And I really wanted this to happen. So I figured I need to figure this out. If I'm going to make a decision, I need to know I'm making the right decisions. I need to find my why. I need to find sort of a purpose, a direction, just follow it and like, trust in myself but I couldn't see that from where I was I knew I needed a change in mindset
0: so I decided to take action that's an amazing way to start just taking massive action and like throwing yourself into the deep end but I do remember whenever you first came to me you were undecided as to whether you would Um, go with the boot camp and stick to coding and software development or events because something you kept telling me was you had this fear of missing out yeah, constantly thinking about what you were missing out on if you chose one compared to the other
1: yeah exactly it's just all my life I felt like I need to be in the center of where everything was happening London was very appealing to me because so many things were happening in London and I didn't want to miss out and then I realized like I am missing out on more important things like I need to build something. I cannot constantly run to different, like, you know, everything that shines is not gold, (laughs) you know, that saying. So I was realizing I needed to invest my time and my energy in one thing that was important to me. I just couldn't choose and couldn't decide on that thing was like crucial to me. And I was like, I cannot keep going like this because... This is how you build something in your life. You need to dedicate your time to this one thing. You will see results only if you do that.
0: Do you remember the mindset shift or was there a mindset shift that happened that helped you make that decision?
1: So basically I realized that there was no wrong way to do things. It's like you made the decision and you keep going that decision and you don't know maybe right, maybe wrong. It doesn't matter. You just go with it. And I couldn't wrap my head around this one thing. It's like, can I trust myself? And once I made the decision, what, who, what's the guarantee like that this is going to give me any results? It was sort of reassuring to see that nobody knows and everyone's just, you know, taking a guess and see like you just have to trust that it's going to work out. That's it. And nobody knows for sure. And in the end, I was like, okay there's no right or wrong way to do this. So might as well like just keep going and never stop. And eventually something will happen. And yeah, and <laughs> every single time I wanted to quit, I was like, there's no other way. You just have to keep going. That's it. <laughs> like, yeah. Doesn't matter if it's not perfect. Like that's what I stopped questioning myself when I realized that there's really
0: no other way. Nobody decides for me, just, I have to do this myself. And I think that acknowledgement that everything has to be perfect, it has to be the right decision, holds so many people in that space of confusion yep. of the, will I won't die, will I choose this versus this, because they're not trusting that it's their own mindset around it that's going to create that emotion and that sentiment of feeling right or feeling wrong, you just basically got to decide. I know I I harp on about this a lot on the podcast and on my social media and everything like that about, you know, self-confidence starts when you make that decision about what you want to do or what you want to believe. And it doesn't matter what the decision is, right? Because you just need to follow through on that decision in order to build trust.
1: Yes, that's how I felt progressively my confidence sort of rising because I was like I don't feel like I'm doing much but the fact that every single day I show up I do this and then at the end of it I feel like so confident because I'm like okay if I can do this every day for a month or two months or three months it means I can actually do this so no matter what happens if I don't stop I know this will happen
0: and that was such a powerful shift that I saw in you as well like you just went all in on yep. coding and software development and I think web development as well pardon my you know ignorance I don't really know that much about <laughs> it but um I do remember after about a month or so of coaching together um you told me that you wanted to quit do you remember that
1: yeah I uh, I think I was going through I don't know what's happening I was going through a phase where a lot of interviews were happening I was trying to, you know, hunt these recruiters and uh, sort of try make something happen. And nothing was working like it was working in a way, but nothing like the outcome wasn't always great. So I was just feeling really, really discouraged and I was ready to quit. I was like, Melissa, I can't do this right now. I need a break. I need this and that. And then I knew, like, in my heart that I needed to keep going. But somehow, like, seeing so many failures, like, I was just like, just, I need a win. But to see that win, you need to keep going. (laughs) And it was really hard to sort of see where I want to be from that place. And I'm really glad I didn't quit. Like, that little moment of, of weakness... I was, I came from that a lot more stronger. And even now, when I'm confronted with these sort of failures, I still know that I need to keep going, no matter what. It's just, it's how it is. Just have to keep going.
0: Yeah. And I don't even like calling those moments breakdowns or weaknesses because it's really a breakthrough because you break through the other side of something. And whenever we had, our call i remember that day when you tech you um messaged me on Voxer, and you were like i think i'm done i don't want to do this anymore and it yeah. was because i think you had been talking with a recruiter about a specific job for a few months i think and that's yeah. kind of the process in tech is like you have multiple interviews and you know it's kind of long yeah. and you unfortunately got rejected for that position for that one position And you were making that mean that none of the work was worth it and it was too overwhelming and you weren't going to be able to do any of this. But I said, let's just get on the call anyway and have a chat. And I remember you showed up and we had a conversation where I reminded you that this was just one recruiter. This was just one fail. And you have to keep failing over and over and over again, productively in order to reach your goals. And that's just the way it is.
1: Yeah, I just I realized I needed to fail a lot to get to where I want to be. There's no other way. Like it is part of, like, of becoming successful. Like I saw one fail in, the, in the beginning. I saw that fail as the dead end. But now I see that I need to collect them. I need to collect all these little failures and realize and like I need to learn from them. And it was emotionally very painful. Like. Of course, I just needed to get through it. Like I knew, I know now in my heart that I just need to get through it. It was just necessary.
0: You mentioned as well that this is something that happens to you sometimes, right? Like you get into like a downward spiral, as you called it. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone can relate to that, having those highs and lows. And part of that is learning how to lean into those negative emotions when you're feeling low. And on that call, I reminded you, like, this is a chance for you to break that cycle of, you know, quitting everything, beating yourself up about the failure, you have an opportunity now to do something new and teach your brain, like, no, whenever we fail, we lean into it, and it feels horrible, it's it's uncomfortable, but we pick ourselves up and we keep going.
1: This already happened before, I remember, I've had moments like this where I could just not I couldn't understand why isn't this working and I just give up that happened at uni Um, that happened many times where I just felt like I don't have enough like emotional courage to go through this again so I'm just gonna give up and take a break and this time I was like there's no running away from this you just have to keep going
0: Yeah, and you really just hit the ground running after that session. I was looking back at my client notes to kind of like see like what were we doing after that, and you just you felt so much better coming out of that and seeing yourself through that because that's part of building self confidence as well. Like sitting with the uncomfortable emotions and not making that mean that anything has gone wrong. It doesn't mean it's not working. It's always working if you keep going. Um,
1: Yeah, that that is just inevitable. It's just you have to like sort of practice going like these failures you need practice to sort of digest them better every single time because they always happen you always get like you have low moments like this and i didn't know like now i understand that i didn't know how to sort of work through them and like come stronger on the other side and even now like in the interview processes i just It it does like it doesn't feel nice to be rejected, but I'm like, this is how it is. And I've been through this and I know I can go through this again and again until, you know, eventually I succeed.
0: Yes, I love that. Just getting super comfortable with feeling uncomfortable emotions like rejection, (laughs) because that's the only thing that's going to stand in the way of you getting your dream job or reaching any goal is being willing to meet those uncomfortable emotions head on and keep going and not make that mean anything has gone wrong and I'm wondering if you could maybe think back to what the biggest mindset shift was that you had throughout coaching is there something that really stands out to you
1: oh yeah it's um I just there was like sometimes where I could be like I felt guilty in a way because everyone seems to be doing great. Everyone seems to be, you know, winning at life. And why do I need always need help, extra help for this? And I sort of, you know, it was really hard for me to understand that. But at the end of the day, it's like, I, it's like, not that I, I'm weaker than everybody else, or I don't deserve this. But I think, That it's necessary sometimes to ask for help and not feel guilty for it. And, you know, I'm so, so glad I did this. And at the end of the day, you know, this is your life. And you had to decide for yourself, not let anyone else interfere with your thinking. And then, you know, you're confident enough to go on with your life. And even if you ask for help, sometimes it's okay too. There's nothing like wrong with that. I don't understand why this is even... Asking for help from friends or going to therapy. I think this is completely normal. And you have to invest in yourself always. Like you Mm -hmm. never know what you don't know. So you have to keep going. And then I realized that everything's 50-50. There's no black and white.
0: I talk about that all the time on the podcast. The
1: listeners will know. There's no way for you to be happy all the time. Everyone needs help sometimes. And when you're feeling happy, it's great. But if we're not feeling so great, you need someone to sort of, you know, reach out to you. Like, you need to reach out and ask for help because you cannot know everything. You go to university, you learn things, and there's no university for going through life. It's just, you know, it happens and you have to just make it the best out of it. So, yeah, that's, I think, one of the best lessons is just that there's bad there's good and bad you cannot
0: always be happy yeah 50 50 is definitely something that I harp on and on and on about on this podcast because yeah. I think that it it probably was the game changer for me as well because half of our emotional suffering that we put ourselves through is just judging ourselves for having the negative emotion that we're supposed to have
1: yeah, exactly 50
0: 50 positive negative experience no matter where you are in life and yeah. The episode that I previously recorded before this one comes out was all about enjoying the process of going after your career goals, because so many of us get into a hurry and a rush and get desperate and graspy thinking that all of our problems are going to be solved whenever we get the job, whenever we get the promotion, whenever we make however much money, but there's going to be problems at that stage too. You're still going to have a normal human brain. You're still going to have anxiety. You're still going to have all the emotions that you're having now when you reach the goal, and that's perfectly fine. And yeah. you can really dip back into the present moment and be grateful and you know honor the experience that you're currently in and mm-hmm. take the pressure off yourself when you realize. Uh-huh. It. Did you definitely experience that?
1: I've had this uh, issue with where I would. I think, oh, I need to get through this as fast as possible so I can get to, like, the perfect life where I'm always happy and everything works great for me. And then I'm like, you can't just, you know, ignore the present and sort of rush through the present just because you want to get there as quickly as possible. Because no matter what, you're going to either now or 10 years from now and you you have your dream life, you're going to be always struggling with something. So... You're not always like, there's no perfect scenario in any case.
0: Yeah. And if you're an ambitious person, you're probably always going to have a goal that's going to stretch you, a goal that you're working towards. And so even when you get the goal that you currently want, you're going to be on to the next goal anyway. And so it's all about enjoying what you currently have while working for what you want. And so we just spoke about the breakthrough that you had when you thought you wanted to quit coaching, but mm-hmm. you just believed in yourself a little bit more. You got past the yeah. overwhelm. You got through that period of time. And I noticed like from that next session onwards, you just felt like mm-hmm. 20 times more confident. You yeah. started an Instagram account, which had been you had been humming and hawing about for so long. You now have, yeah. like, I don't know how many followers on there and you just started it like two months ago. But um, tell me oh. a bit about after that breakthrough how you were feeling like working on your coding and starting your Instagram account all that good stuff
1: well I don't know I got the urge to do to take action I was like instead of rushing and trying to get all these interviews and you know I thought maybe I should just take it slow and start like enjoy the process a little bit more and see what I can do just something that I really enjoy and I was just like okay let's create this Instagram account I always wanted to create something like on the internet either a YouTube channel or like on Instagram and I thought maybe like some study videos of me trying to learn how to code and stuff like that and I realized <laughs> there were so many people like struggling just like me and I've had people kind of, like uh like trying to help me and people were following me left and right and I was just like so confused <laughs> Just like do really how are people even interested in this um so taking action was a great thing for me I got in contact with like really interesting people the coding platform I was using which they reached out to me and yes
0: I remember wondered,
1: that yeah they were like oh I, we love your stuff like this is great <laughs> and I was just
0: like so confused but
1: they was spotlighted about, you,
0: didn't they on their page and
1: everything? Yeah, they reposted stuff like one of my posts, but I was having fun. I was I was literally so happy. I was just like I need to like try more things instead of, you know, beating myself up that I don't get don't have the job yet. I'm like I'm going to have as much fun as I can and see where this leads me instead of like always rushing to get to this thing that I think it's gonna make me happy. No, I'm just gonna try to do something now that I really like. And I did take a break at some point from, you know, uh, posting every day, but none- nonetheless, it was just, it's still very like I go through my Instagram and I am just like, I can't believe I actually done this because <laughs> I'm a really private person and I, just, I never felt like confident enough to do it. But now it's just, it's not that I don't care, but it's literally it doesn't matter anymore if somebody like I don't know (laughs) says something that I'm not doing well it doesn't matter like honestly honestly this makes no difference whatsoever in my life
0: yeah honestly on I'm on TikTok more than Instagram and but yeah the trolls are gonna be trolls they're gonna do what they do best and I just block them I just delete if it's like a comment that I even slightly don't like like they're like
1: Mm -hmm. oh I disagree
0: with this this isn't real delete gone (laughs) I don't need your negativity here. You start in your Instagram account and you were posting every single day. Mm-hmm. And I think that people were following you. We we coached on this a little bit where you were like, oh my God, I, I want to post, start posting more professional ways or I want to start yeah. adding this and this. But I was like, mm-hmm. people are drawn to you because you're just sharing your yeah. authentic experience and what yeah. you're doing. I'm,
1: like, I'm literally posting because sometimes I'm just like, should I put more effort into this can I make this like even more special than it already is but then I'm like it's just if I get the right idea at the right moment I'll do what I want but I don't want to force myself to you know milk as much attention as I want it doesn't like it's not I don't think it's the right way to go about things but slowly but surely, like, I see this, like, little page of mine growing and growing. And I'm just like, well, you never know. It's a good sign. In my opinion, it's a good sign. Like, I've had so many things happen from that moment when I decided, okay, I'm going to do this. I had so many things happen like that that just thought so, so satisfying. And I'm like, I know this is not the, like, the best, like, outcome, but it is something. It's a good sign for me. I like it.
0: Yeah, and I will link your Instagram in the show notes if anyone wants to go check it out. Any fellow coders or someone who is doing what you're doing and completely transforming their career and just wants to see someone else living their best life coding and doing this, you know, the 100 days of code challenge, all that good stuff. Just having Um,
1: fun doing random coding and like every day trying to do something is like anything is just, like it's great as you show up you do some coding and it like you'd never know like in two months you can already like build a lot of knowledge but just you have to show up consistently like you have to sort of you know tell yourself I don't have to code for the whole day but at least if I code for 10 20 30 minutes it's already great. It builds a lot of confidence.
0: I know that you are also going through a period of doing like sending in a lot of applications, having a lot of recruiters reaching out to you, all that fun stuff. But you were kind of getting a bit burnt out Mm -hmm. from it and you know, sick and tired of sending out all these applications, getting nibbles back. And I know that so many of my listeners are probably going through something similar where they're just sending out. Every application, everywhere they can, yeah. no real strategy, just coming from that place of um, lack and just needing yeah. to get a response. And could you speak a little bit about your experience with that and maybe how it's transformed since coaching together?
1: So I decided to sort of take a break. Like it was the end of August. I was like, I need to take a break. Like I mentally starting to get really sick of this like it's the end of the summer it's the holidays nobody's really productive at this point so so I'm gonna take a break as well and now what I'm doing is just I'm a lot more mindful when I send out applications and I put effort into what I want to put effort in if I want to work on my coding I'll do my coding maybe I'll do a project maybe I'll sort of um, post on my Instagram and see what I can do about that and then if I send out one application per day is just fine with me because I know the right opportunity will come along not only because I sent out applications hundreds a day maybe it will come from somewhere else there's literally no way to rush things you can send out a 100 applications a day but you never like if it's not done right with the right intention I don't know the outcome so like I don't know if this delivers the best outcome either
0: yeah and i know that you had a bit of mind drama around not having gotten a job yet by the time it was your birthday i think at the end of july how did you manage your mindset through that or if it was really hard you can say yeah that was really hard
1: no i i made my peace with it and i was just like um you know timing Like you cannot rush things, and there's no really good time for anything. You could be in your twenties, in your thirties, in your forties, in your fifties. It doesn't matter if you want to do something. Like it doesn't matter. It will happen now or a year from now. It's just you can't rush it. And I maybe think I should have gotten a job, but like the time will tell. Like whatever happens, like you never know what will happen in the next two months so I think it, like I'm trying to stay like it's good to be positive but now I'm just being sort of grateful like at least I am so far from where I started and I have a completely different mindset now and it helps me sort of see the positive and everything
0: that's amazing and I know that so many people would be scared to go into a career coaching program in that place where you were like In that, Mm -hmm. in between trying to decide which career path to choose and then come out of the coaching program, having the clarity, but not having the job. Has that come up for you at all? Because I know exactly
1: the mindset I had in the beginning and I know where I am now. I'm not saying that this will magically change your life. But for me personally, I was struggling with something. I didn't trust my decisions. I wasn't confident, like, what career to pursue. Uh, I had no idea what to do next. And at least now I know that no matter what I choose, no matter what I do, is the right thing for right now. And then if I don't have the, perf- the dream life right now, it's okay, because it's going to happen eventually if I keep going. And I'm sort of, my brain has relaxed a little bit, and it's just, like, stopped constantly alarming me, you know, and it's good to sort of sometimes take, like, put, like, press the, the pause button sometimes, and just, you know, t- assess everything, but, yeah, like, you need, some, like, you need a new perspective for that to happen.
0: Definitely, and you're getting closer and closer to this job every single day, and I strongly believe that what's meant for you won't pass by you. And you know, people like to argue, I should have gotten the job by now I should be here by now. But mm-hmm. when you argue with reality, you always make yourself miserable. I always say that, because you didn't get the job, right. And so the sooner you accept that and accept exactly where you are and make peace with where you are, it's gonna yes. feel a lot better on the way to reaching your goal because you can only control so much you can't control the timeline sometimes you can be doing every single thing you need to be doing and it feels great but if you're beating yourself up the whole time thinking that it should have happened faster or you should be making more money or whatever it is yeah you're gonna make yourself miserable
1: (laughs) yeah well it happened like it's you cannot just always be positive and like always put together and always be productive but I know at the end of the day, I trust myself. Like I don't come to right where I started because that was my problem. I was like, okay, I'm going to just start something old. Like I'm going to start from zero, but I don't start from zero. I've already made like, I'm halfway there basically. And I will keep going instead of just like giving up. Cause that was, I think that was, I was struggling with, like I just wanted to give up and start from zero and now I'm just like, I'm just going to keep going little by little every day and not sabotage everything I've
0: built up until now. Yeah, that black and white mentality can definitely creep in. I think for me, it, it really shows like through my past, me moving a lot. And you exactly. said that you went to, you said you went to three different universities in, in different countries yeah, like it's really easy to get into that black and white mentality. And you and I both have moved around a lot. And you said that yeah. you went to three different universities in three different countries. And I really relate to that because it's like, burn everything down. We're starting off new. Exactly. We're starting yeah. everything all over again. Like, if it's Monday, at like, if it's now, it's like, three o'clock on a monday right now that we're recording this and yeah. if i had not checked everything off my to-do list by now like in the past i would have been like this week is horrible i'm just gonna start all yep. over next week i'll go to the gym oh my gosh i have to- the
1: same i used to have the same exact thing i would be like okay i would be the same thing with like i start a new diet and by this week two i'd be like i ruined my my diet i just gotta i'm not gonna give up altogether you uni the same thing Um, I was in law school and I'd be like I didn't give my best at this exam so I I like I have to start the whole year all over again and I'm just like now I'm like you cannot be perfect and I wanted to be perfect so badly I was like everything needs to be done like perfectly now I'm just like I'm flawed I guess (laughs) that's what we're working with it's fine (laughs) It's okay. No need to go back to where we day one. No, I'm just, I've made so much progress. I deserve to keep going, not to sabotage everything.
0: Yeah. And plus it's impossible to go back to where you were, right? That's a thought that you can just choose to believe. It's impossible yeah. to go back to where you were before because you can't unlearn everything, you know,
1: well, just that that thought alone alone, that I cannot go back so I might as well keep going it's just really really comforting it's like I can't go back so just keep going and uh, I wish I had someone tell me this I wish I made I had uh, this coaching like when I was 19 and right out of school and I was just like so lost and I was just somebody had told me it's okay to make mistakes it's fine if you don't choose the perfect university it's fine because you always you know you know pivot and choose something else but in my mind I had to be perfect (laughs) and it took me so much I, I was so negative about myself because just because I didn't think what I was doing was good
0: enough and that's a concept created in your mind that you can always work towards changing. What is good enough? I wanted to know. So, where are you now since coaching? So we stopped coaching about a month ago. Yeah, about give or so, take.
1: I I started. I was keeping um, with my coding, and I was coding every day. I went. I'm. I travel a little bit with my brother. We went to Moldova and we came back to France and now I'm going to Germany this week and then going back to London. So I've been moving a little bit because the whole summer I was just applying coding, coding, coding. And now that I've, I decided to take a break, but I'm still coding every day. I have a book. If I don't have internet connection, I have a book. I read the book. I I try to keep everything fresh in my mind. And I know it's not the perfect, you know, not the way I want to be, uh, like things I want to be, but at least I know I'm doing something every day. And it's just, I think it's so much better than starting from zero. Just keep going every single day, just by a little bit. That's just a lot, a lot better than stop and start.
0: Yeah. And just for my listeners, so they know, um, Caro, you're doing a 100 days of code challenge. What day are you on now? I think I'm like day, let
1: me double check, like 70 or something.
0: Oh my God. Yeah, I've been- quarters of the way there almost.
1: I was literally on the bus, traveling- I saw on Instagram. (laughs) Everywhere. I like, I have five minutes to read. I'll just open up my book and read if I had no internet. And it's just funny to see like in retrospect like all that stuff that I've been doing and I'm like this is really good you did a good job even though you had no internet for like a week (laughs) you kept going and I had my brother who's like 15 and he was like what are you doing what are you reading this is not even literature (laughs) what are you reading I'm like don't you'll never understand what I'm doing because it's like you have to I've I found I found the perfect mindset to like I'm like proud of myself, even though this is, I don't have the job or whatever. It's fine.
0: Exactly. That's exactly where I think it is so helpful to be at the place where you're completely unattached to the result that you want, where you can give or take, and you're just enjoying the process. Because once you get the goal, nothing in your life really changes that much not as much as you think it's going to change trust me I've gotten a PhD I've done all the things and I can tell you like how I expected to feel when I got the PhD yeah how I expected to feel when I registered my business did not match up with how I felt
1: whenever to I got- be honest when I graduated I thought it was going to be the most beautiful day of my life and then I finally graduated and I was still unhappy I was like <laughs> you didn't do the best job. This is not maybe your degree. You chose, like, not the perfect choice for you. And then I'm like, this is never going to end. If you keep going like this, nothing's going to change. So I decide every day to be, find things to be proud of. Like, yeah, you finished uni, well done. Now you're coding. Great, keep going. And that's like, that's what keeps me, like, keeps me going every day
0: yeah and so I'm gonna wrap up um the interview soon but I wanted to know what your advice would be to someone who is struggling to choose between two different career paths like you were and considering coaching kind of in that place of feeling stuck what would your advice be
1: I've thought about this many times As like if you could go back in time and sell yourself something when you were like 18 18 and I was like choose something do it just do it just do something don't beat yourself up about anything because nobody knows nothing like you cannot have the life experience to know what you want to do you cannot if you decide to go abroad for a year and do i don't know uh whatever a charity or like i don't know to go to a different country travel do that nobody knows nothing like if you chose something great Just do that, finish it. And then whatever happens next happens. Like you never know what's around the corner. And don't beat yourself up that you didn't do it perfectly. It's fine. You learn as you go on. And there's nothing else you can change about that. It's like life is unexpected. You don't know everything. And the more you do things,
0: you will know after that. And that's a question I get asked a lot from you know my audience on TikTok or even clients during consultations and things like that it's like how do I figure out what I want to do or how do I figure out you don't know it's like yeah you don't know it's gonna be a phase of experimentation and figuring it out you're not gonna figure it out putting so much pressure on yourself that it has to be the right decision. You just literally need to pick something that you're interested in and start and just go and get a different vantage point because you can put all the time, energy, and effort into researching and getting all the information on the perfect job. But then ultimately, Mm -hmm. that's what I did for five years. I thought research was my perfect job. Did that, worked in research, Mm -hmm. was like, nope, this is not my job. I don't like this at all. You don't know. you couldn't
1: have known so you cannot like you know tell yourself oh it's my fault you just didn't know it's impossible to know you just do it try it you don't like it you switch and you choose something else but I was just very obsessed with doing it like the perfect thing and finishing and you know but it's impossible you just have to do whatever you can
0: yeah you just gotta start To wrap up, I'd love to know, what are you excited about? So there's like three months left, I think. Yeah, three months left Mm -hmm. of 2022. What are you looking forward to? What are you excited for? Tell me all the things.
1: I think I've realized recently that there are so many opportunities for me now. Because I felt really stuck for a long time. And I'm really, really excited. No matter what's the next move in my career, I'm just excited to learn something new and just build upon it and i know no matter what i do i'll be fine and the choices i will make will be great it's fine there's no right or wrong and that's what's really exciting because i used to think that if i didn't choose something particular that was right for me i'm going to i was going to ruin my life which is not true at all whatever you do you keep going and eventually that's what's really exciting for me, knowing that if I keep going, I will eventually succeed exactly. I'm already, I'm already like I feel I already feel like a winner. I don't know why, but it feels like it's the great. It's great. To just trust yourself,
0: yeah, that's amazing that you already feel like a winner. You already feel successful. You can feel successful. When you decide that you're successful you don't need to change anything about yourself or your circumstances in order to do that and that's amazing so thank you so much carol for coming on and talking to me today i'm sure my listeners got so much value so much wisdom from your interview and maybe feel inspired to come and book a consult to talk to me about one-on-one coaching together and just thank you so much for coming on thank you so much And I love talking about this journey. I I wanted to do it for so long to share it with people. Yeah. And you can check out Caro's Instagram. I'll link it in the show notes below. If you want to go follow her page, all about coding and her life. And you're sharing mindset hacks there too. I know I I see a little bit of mindset in there. I will
1: start doing that because I'm like, why not? I'm just going to, you know, share my
0: wisdom with (laughs) everyone. I've been through a lot. Exactly. An incredible transformation since coaching together and I can't wait to see what you accomplish. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast as much as I enjoyed creating it, please subscribe and leave a review. Make sure you head to melissakellyphd.com forward slash self-confidence to download my free five-step formula for building self-confidence and to receive updates about the next cycle of my group coaching program, which is also called the self-confidence collective. You can also work with me individually. So book a free consultation or join the waitlist for my three month one-on-one career coaching program. All the links you need will be in the show notes. Have a beautiful day, my friend, and I'll talk to you next time.